I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. But my other son uh, was going to be moving into his own place, but um, he was recently let go from his job at PetSmart, so he is going to be living with us. I wasn't fired from my job. I was laid off. You wouldn't know the difference. I've never figured out what a critical race theory is. I will not be blackmailed by some ineffectual, privileged, effete, soft penis debutante. You want to start a street fight with me, bring it on. But you're going to be surprised by how ugly it gets. You don't even know my real name. I'm the Lizard King. I need you to get off your couch and vote. Put down your phone and give TikTok a rest and vote. Now watch this drive. Me and Drew have been working on something. What? Um, it's just some. Uh, yeah, I know. We we wanted to surprise you because we thought you'd skunk works. be excited about it. Uh, not a skunk works. It's just some little little like thing that we we were kind of passionate about. It's it's called uh, do not co-op me, and it's kind of like this PSA type thing about your your worker rights and all that kind of stuff, and how business leaders don't want you know you to make any money or you know do worker own co-op type thing because you know obviously it cuts into their profits and shit so we launched like a stupid little landing page that you can go to right now if you want uh and it is do not co dot me do not co dot me yeah am i about to get fished <laughs> no <laughs> what are you laughing at i'm laughing at kamala harris shaking her head saying do not come do not yeah. come. That's weird. And then Donald Trump saying, I'm going to come. <laughs> Why don't you check out the URLs of, on those bad boys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it actually changes the domain from do not co, yeah. do not come. Yep. Oh, I, I just now got it. You guys tricked me. Oh, and then it redirects after a little while to, uh, what yeah. is this? Watch this drive. I'm not sure. Um, looks like they're in episode 10 right now. Hmm. So we put a live stream on the, <laughs> the podcast. Page? That's good, guys. Is that what you guys do on, on your Monday Magic yeah. the Gathering So nights? what happened is, uh, I don't know, Drew has been obsessed with like these mm. th these memes, like the remixes of the do not come, I'm going to come memes. Mm -hmm. And, That's you right. know, it just cracked me up. And then one day I was just like, I'm going to see if like those dot me, um, you know, meme or domains are available. And I just bought them both for like five bucks each. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to put up this stupid thing and redirect it. And Drew's like, yes, do it. Can I contribute, please? <laughs> I'm like, all so right, I opened, let's do I it. I opened up some performance improvement pull requests. Yeah. The redirects. Yeah. Uh, we are using <laughs> company resources for that, by the way. That's hosted yeah, on our yeah. infrastructure. Okay. Yep. Good. That was, it's a, it's a good use. It's a good use. I like it. I like I the domain so. switching though. It's very fast. Yeah. The redirect uh, at the end of it back to, I'm wondering if the listeners are going to have a good sense of what the fuck we're even talking about. Well, all they had to do is just type in what, what Carl just said. So if you're whatever device you're listening to us right right now, type in the uh, um, do not co dot me and uh, yeah, see what happens. It's kind yeah. of like a choose your adventure because you could also it works in both ways. I you figured. could also go to I'm gonna co dot me uh, and have a very similar experience. Now is that just a history push to flip the URL, or are you actually doing it's like just, a redirect? At the time, it was just a window dot a location. Okay. Change. It still is. I it's it's replacing the window dot location, so it's okay. not pushing to your history, so you don't have to see yeah. that. And then it's using local storage to count only on the Donald Trump side of it, 
it's counting the number of hits in, in local storage and then it's redirecting after five and resetting. I do the replace room. for the, the bellbeat.com, the video player, because they're all on Vimeo. So I just do the replace, the source mm-hmm. and the iframe. And yeah. yeah, works really fast. All right. Episode yeah. 10, watch Speaking. this <laughs> That was actually kind of the second time I mentioned that because I actually, you know, I kind of squeezed it in when yeah. I had to watch just drive episode 10 that's a that's a significant that's double digits it's great when it yeah comes to it's intros, kind of crazy i don't care dude i like where to do intros i want i want to step i want people to know where they're at yeah i think they know where they're at when they click on the nope, thing that says the don't. name of the podcast in the title. no so, sometimes sometimes my thing auto plays and then i don't know where i'm at and it really bothers me they they could have started on like some co.me website and then suddenly they're listening to episode mm-hmm. 10 they have no idea what just happened it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. very disconcerting you know it's like a it's like a maze of look the internet treating is our a listeners like tubes. confused monkeys that we've given amphetamines i'm to. a confused monkey no that I've, well maybe not it's an escaped but. monkey from the hello fresh thing where they were are are chained beaten and whipped oh, that's good and that's, forced that's a good to, way to squeeze that in there collect coconuts yep yeah, I did. Yeah, it's it HelloFresh. Is they were they've been accused of using monkey labor. Yeah, just like the meatpacking plant is a, not accused, but caught using child labor. Somebody somebody said that like they're like I can't believe I can't believe like this is happening. One person goes, "Really? People are willing to do this to people? You don't think they're going to do it to animals?" <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wrong definitely more offensive than the monkey labor is the child labor that Randy alluded to. Yeah. Where was that? What state was that in? Several, actually. Several Plus states? This one in particular. Oh. Well, no, I just mean they've been doing it. Oh, like, okay. so there was, there's the meat, there's the meat one. There was one at like, what, an auto plant or something like that recently. There's, it's, it's happening all over the place. Like that they're finding child labor in, you know, big organizations like this. Well, you know, I've been saying for some time on the show that we've got to get the kids back into the factories. Their hands, their hands can reach into machinery that other people. Yeah, just, I mean, their whole bodies can. And they that's can not a very small space. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. not an asset that we can give up mm-hmm. if we want to reindustrialize. Yeah, they have the a good energy level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of children, and Drew, I kind of talked to you about this briefly the other night. Um, I, I, I want to get Randy's take on this. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of starting a new campaign on on the Twits or wherever. Uh, it's called hashtag Arm the Kids. I feel that we've tried everything to stop school shootings. So this like is putting the more teachers, arms putting... on the children so they can do more more work in the factories. Well, it's it's attaching it's attaching more arms, arms yeah. and guns. Oh, okay. And so yeah. they can have more guns too. Oh. Yeah. So we've tried everything with with like you know security guards, metal detectors, arming the teachers. I don't think you're the first one with this stopping, idea. So. By the way, I think this has been no. I am. Out there. I am definitely no. I'm the first person with this idea. That we should arm the kids with more arms, like Goro from Mortal Kombat, the original, Mm -hmm. and then put firearms in all of those arms. Goro never really made that great use of those four arms in Mortal Kombat. I mean, there's there's the one move where he picked you up with two of them, and and then then he he pounded you, beats on you. But I mean, really, he 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 should have been sweeping the leg and doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, he rips you in half with his four arms. That's true, but that's just a finishing move. You're already done. Yeah, it's true. Elmond display anybody. Anybody venture a guess? And for the listeners, this has never really been explained. There's a display behind me, like a little prop card kind of thing um, next to my record yeah. player that has a has a record every episode. And I challenge Garland Drew to guess it. You can't really see it, though. I can't even see it through my webcam. I know what it is, obviously, but it's very blurry. Yeah, it 
it's gets it gets worse and worse as I look at it. But if it was something um, like super popular, I'm sure if it was like I, Fleetwood Mac rumors, guess. these guys would get it. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know the album. I'm I, I'm gonna guess Towns Van Zant. Can you read it from there? It's just a guess. Let me 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 guess. Fleetwood Mac rumors. <laughs> it's not Fleetwood Mac, Mac rumors. It's Towns it's Van Town Zant. Towns Van Zant. Self titled. Uh, For the sake of the song is the uh, the the first track on it. It's a beautiful song. Um, actually, there's a band named Azure Ray. They're on Saddle Creek Records. I did a cover of it, which is very, very beautiful. It's two uh, women vocalists um, that have this beautiful harmonizing quality to their to their uh, to their vocals. But the song, nonetheless, did they is, come is first very, very or good. was it uh, Google Cloud Ray? <laughs> they definitely came way first. This is like uh, early 2000s. What do I get for What do I get for winning? You know, that's the first time someone won. I don't know what listeners what what should Carl yeah. get. Let's uh, weigh in in the uh, comment section that Drew's going to How are the listeners going to weigh in? Uh, the comment the section that Drew to... is adding right now <laughs> as we speak. What Just, the fuck? Oh, wait. Can't they tweet at us? Not, f- on not Twitter? for long. Yeah, not for long. I know, but for Twitter's now. Twitter's probably gone by the time this episode gets yeah, released. Guys, I'm sorry. I just, I, I have to apologize. I did have control of the Twitter and I signed out and uh, Elon Musk turn, turned off the microservice that powers two-factor authentication. <laughs> turned on the 2FA. So off the we 2FA. are locked out forever. That's on me. I did not copy the backup codes uh, because I didn't think that Twitter would turn off the service that powers two-factor authentication. Is that back but on that's by on now? Me, it's probably frankly. back on, right? MFA is probably back on. Yeah. I mean, these things are usually blips. The the only people that were really using it was like advertisers and um, I think verified accounts for the most part. I'm sure I wasn't using it. Some private accounts were using it. Yeah. Yeah. But the people, the the money, you know, the inflow of money was (laughs) those, those users were, were, were locked out. Yeah. It's wonderful because at the same time that they were doing things that were making it easier for accounts to pretend to be official accounts. The owners of those official accounts were locked out of their official <laughs> accounts. It's amazing. I mean, really, the thing that, and this is obviously common news now, it's made the rounds uh, dozens of times in different publications, but the Eli Lilly uh, um, and who else? What was the defense contractor? Lockheed, I, th- I believe. Both, I both, Martin, both yeah. stocks. Lockheed Martini. <laughs> yeah, Lockheed Martini. Both stocks tumbled. I didn't hear about the Lockheed one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Lockheed claimed that they are no longer, or no, they're going to pause the sale of any um, weapons or defense, I don't know, materials. They, yeah. I think I mentioned this last episode. Yeah, to Israel. It, oh, did you mention it last time? Okay. That, yeah, it was Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States until until the investigations of their war crimes has been Yeah, so that's going like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to bite Mr. Musk in the butt more than anything else, more than MFA, more than anything else by far, more than the uh, yeah, he's gonna get, SEC yeah. he's investigations gonna get bit in the that butt. he's under. Yeah, when moneyed yeah, his, interest. His private jet. I mean, Eli, Eli Lilly and uh, Lockheed Martin, I mean, those are, those are Fortune 50, Fortune 20 companies probably. I mean, they're the biggest companies in the world. Like, yeah, you're screwed, yeah. man. Yeah, his private jet is going to be bitten with a stinger missile. And not that I'm on the side of either of those corporations. I mean, I think not, none of us no, are. No, I saw, I saw there was some of the, the the discourse TM has been really good because the Elon Musk defenders, I saw a really good point that one of them, those geniuses made. He was like, wow, crazy to see all the Elon haters taking the sides of these massive corporations. It's like, yeah, but that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening. It's not, it's, it's, it's certainly just not like. Uh, Schrodenfort. How do you fucking pronounce that? Schrodenfreud. Schrodenfreud. It's definitely Sh- not just Schrodenfreud. 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 It's definitely not just Schrodenfreud at the scale of forty-four billion dollars. That's that's definitely not what it is. It's got to be someone, this team sport bullshit. Someone pointed out something. I I am 
speaking from a little bit of a place of ignorance here, but someone pointed out that like, okay, so the Tesla stock has has gone down, but Twitter itself has kind of remained the same. The money's not going anywhere. And there's someone no was Twitter mentioning- stock Yeah, there's no Twitter stock. It went private. No, well, th- be- before that. But has, before that, but they were saying like, uh, it's backed by like Saudi money or something like that. Like, I don't know anything about this. Do you guys know anything about that? No, I don't know. I, probably, Russian, I, Russian money and Saudi well, money. As like far as who's like, like investing in it? Yeah, like keeping it afloat, mm. you know, because like, because I think Twitter going down, they were saying like Twitter going down would, would uh, it would stop stop them from basically being able to influence elections with the with the mass amount of misinformation and bots. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't it know seems, it seems really... conspiratorial in a way. I don't. I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think. It. Well, if if they were like, if there was this conspiratorial tint to it, I, I think Twitter might have been able to make a profit at least one year in their existence. I don't mean That's to be true. like nihilistic. I think for the most part, like nihilistic or anything. But if Twitter goes down, I don't think. I don't think it's going to affect anything. I don't think anyone's going to care. No, I, I really don't either. I I, I think I think the like the overall like the impact of it is is overstated. I I mentioned a few episodes ago that. Really, the only value to Twitter is just the niche cultures that live on there. Certainly, and, and it can solidarity have an with the workers, solidarity with you know, the, anyone who's working at Twitter. You know that sucks. I understand. Definitely. Like you're, you, you know, you're yeah, you're in development or or I don't know, support staff or whatever. And you just get a good job. I'm sh- I'm sh- their pay seemed fairly adequate. You know, they seem pretty competitive. That sucks. Yeah. You know, I feel for it, you, man. People it, largely it wor- liked working there. Mm-hmm. It really blows when like some new person buys out your company and then. You can start getting fired on the same platform, <laughs> and, yeah. and and really, uh, that, kudos. That goes, wasn't a pet Kudos the, to but those. Kind of worked. Kudos to the engineers that have challenged. Uh, really, any of the staff that have challenged Elon. I think that yeah. takes a tremendous amount of guts. And I and think fired. I think it's a smart move because you know you get you get fired, you get you get some unemployment. You you know <laughs> you get a little bit better of yeah, a and, situation. And to anyone <laughs> to any uh, loyalists in the in the company. Change your ways, you coward. It's not too late. You can see the light. For uh, all the for all the Twitter solidarity. employees listening to episode 10 of Watch This Drive, you're a bunch of cowards. <laughs> no, just the ones just the ones that are like, you know, carrying out the will of the Dark Lord. And I don't know, eighty nine percent that survey said eighty nine percent thought that uh Twitter would be going under. I don't I don't know what the Yeah, so uh, yeah, I know that I know that I'm only <laughs> You just this know that I'm only talking about supposedly. one in ten of you. Yeah, yeah. Eleven percent of the employees are bots. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also think I, I don't know. I think like talk about like bots and stuff is very uh, like in, in overstating like the whether it's like Russian or Saudi Arabian you know mm-hmm. influence peddling in specifically like on Twitter with botnets. Like most of that influence is, is done like they don't give a shit what the public thinks. Nobody does on in our country in their country for the most part. So all of that's done just kind of at the the upper levels of of power. And I also think that the talk about bots and everything p- watching people interact online is like every person who is a democrat or like a, a left-leaning person on the internet if somebody disagrees with them they're like oh you're a fucking you're an Elon lover bot, you know, you're a, a Russian bot and then the like conservative people when they see somebody that disagrees with them they say Oh, you're just a, a libtard SJW uh, elite wokest bot. And I think it kind of, I don't know, it's very surreal to watch. Just everyone kind of calling each other bots it's for the lazy, most part. It's a lazy argument, yeah. Yeah. And, or lazy uh, rebuttal, I guess. I think yeah. so. I think so. So I don't know. I, I kind of, and I also think the actual impact of foreign uh, influence has like 
been kind of overstated and I think it's largely like a way for the uh, like the people who are actually because it's generally deployed in reference to oh well, how did Donald Trump win in 2020 and I for the most part think that's like a face saving mechanism oh, of yeah. the DNC and of the like MSNBC sure. and you know the people like the people that are actually responsible for what happened yeah there was de- I, I there mean was I don't think it's I don't think it's as yeah, there was definitely Russian influence in in the election, but yeah. there's Russian influence in every election, guaranteed. Yeah, uh, I just like and, I said, and, I think it's not just, not just the election in everything, right? Yeah. I mean, it's this, it's the same same with the the vaccine stuff. I'm pretty sure, like that, it's been proven. Yeah, every that's every country where a lot of that misinformation comes from. Every country with like an intelligence agency does this shit constantly mm-hmm. about everything, mm-hmm. and. I, I think, and again, I wouldn't give a shit about like talking about it and we can talk about it, but it's usually, in my opinion, it's usually deployed in a way that obfuscates some of the things that were probably more responsible. And, no, it's, and it's, we it's, have it's, actually more ability to. It's to weaponized as like a dismissive uh, tactic where we right, can exactly. we can safely ignore this person that's challenging my narrative because he is a Russian bot or on the flip side, we can ignore this person that's challenging my narrative because he or she is an SJW. You know, it's just, it doesn't, it's either way, it's just a way to dismiss an individual based on some false bullshit that, you know, it's just made Yeah, which is, which is what you want to do anyways, right? Because you don't want to actually have to, which is, you know, you it's certainly don't want to confront an argument head on. Right. Especially one that you right. are, um, you don't have the data or evidence to, to back up. Instead, you want to pound your, uh, your fists against the table and, uh, and accuse the other person of being an idiot. It works every yeah, time. Yeah. Assuming, uh, and it's hard not to, because a lot of times people are being like disingenuous mm-hmm. um, or they're at, they're operating in bad faith. Generally, assuming somebody is approaching a situation in good faith, uh, if they're not, and you, you've got to have a bullshit detector, obviously. I think that ours is probably a little bit, you know, too aggressive sometimes. Yeah. And the, the like the opportunity cost of like, if somebody is actually you know, there is an actual conversation to be had. Uh, I feel like if you're going to be spending your time online, you know, you might as well do a little bit of, you know, trying to actually communicate ideas and uh, like actually refute with evidence other people's ideas. Because I think that people, people seeing that if they are even like remotely on the fence, if they see one person being competent and one person getting their ass absolutely handed to them, that does that can make an impact. I think. Yeah, the, so maybe not the person that you're directly, you know, having a conversation. Exactly. Or a debate yeah, with, but, this but is, these are public forums. Yeah, right? someone, someone on the outside, yeah, you know, looking in. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and like I, said, I, like I said, I think all of this stuff. Like, I'm not saying everyone is individually responsible for all of this shit or whatever, but if you're operating in a public forum, at least part of you is performing. So just maybe put on a better show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you guys ready for the? Lab-grown blood, the the skipped topic from last week. It's Morbin time. It's a regro- yeah, regrown. Is, uh, um, this week that is interesting to me. I actually, I actually found that very fascinating. So this is the cool part. So obviously, let, let's summarize it really quick for the listeners. Um, it's a it's a way basically to generate um, generate blood based on other people's blood. So this is it's not like fully synthetic. What they do is they it's take like an AI blood completion model. <laughs> yeah, they take uh, they take someone with a um, popular blood type. And they're creating like or an unpopular blood type. Well, no, no, they're generating the unpopular blood types, or yeah, duplicating unpopular. Nonetheless, yeah. they're generating blood that's very, very oftentimes missed um, for donations because you know one person out of a million or something has this blood type, which is really helpful when it comes to you know these 
kind of edge case diseases using a tech term. <laughs> and uh, um, it's cost prohibitive, obviously, because it's a lot more expensive to generate this in a lab. But right now, it's, yeah, there are, that's a no fix bug. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's being <laughs> it's being funded by the uh, um, the NHS, the National Health System of the UK. Um, it is uh, it would never, ever actually be funded by anyone else, any private or corporate interest, because uh, it's just not probably going to make any money until they somehow lower yeah, the price and then someone steps in. So that was the point that we were making, well, I made as far as, uh, you know, this is just further proof that socialized medicine is um, more effective and uh, more uh, um, altruistic, I guess, and it means, therefore, it can do things like this. Um, and the examples I throw out is that Operation Warp Speed. I, I don't think we would have gotten a vaccine as quickly if the government didn't fund the uh, operation. If Thank you, Trump. Operation Warp Speed. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, President Trump. <laughs> um, glad that you're running again. Sarcasm. Yeah, see, see you out there on the field. Um, and and, and uh, <laughs> Cuba came up with its own COVID vaccines. Uh, Cuba has a whole, you know, Doctors Without Borders is a perfect example. You know, there's there's all these uh, organizations that are like helping cancer research and all kinds of different stuff that are um, funded by socialized medicine. But here's another point that wasn't covered in the article that I wanted to bring up. Jehovah's Witnesses um, will not give blood or take blood. So this is actually fairly significant for that religious for those religious sects would they would this does this loophole for them does this this would this be a loophole the, yeah so a lot of the research even though it's like the progenitor is like actual human cells. yeah i don't know if this technically you're right i don't know if this technically would count for that but this is at least in the step a step in the right if you can direction. just make sure it's not the original cell if you can get that out of there <laughs> maybe maybe out of the mix it's possible if you can somehow like generate it or, you know, maybe take it, maybe it's 90% there, maybe take it the extra 10% or what have you. It's exciting though, because you have to consider that a lot of these religious groups have issues. I mean, a lot, a lot of people don't choose this life this life chooses them <laughs> to use like but a Most people quote. that are, most people that have a religion did not opt in. And, and these they things are forced upon them, whether they're minors. And, you know, obviously if you have a kid that needs a blood transfusion, um, I, I think a hospital is going to do it even around the parents. You know, it's going to be a fight. But uh, religious freedoms does, especially in the United States, offers a lot of crazy stuff, meaning you can mm -hmm. not accept care. You can refuse, you know, what your doctor's best wishes or what the medical community's best wishes are. I mean, we saw this with the vaccines in a minor way, um, but uh, minor and Churches are basically autonomous zones. <laughs> I mean that's part of that's part of the issue with with some of the abortion stuff too. Is a mm -hmm. lot of these church, a lot of these hospitals and stuff are are run by religious organizations who then start enacting policies based on their religious beliefs. You know exactly that's from the other direction where you have like medical yeah, institutions exactly. yeah. not doing things yep. that they're you know the, the the patients want. Yeah, this is from the patient perspective where they won't yep. where they're refusing certain care based on certain religious dogma or what have you. So mm -hmm. this, the whole research, it's exciting. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and I just wanted to mention it because it's uh, it's kind of in line with the plastic poop in a weird way, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. We're yeah, creating things in labs that, that could uh, could very well um, help mankind, you know? And, and it's kind of neat. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that far along. Like, I didn't realize that they were test, they actually are testing it in humans, mm -hmm. which I think is really, really cool. Obviously, it's not a, it's not a large amount at this point. And the fact, and I think it's really cool. Like it was a, that the, you know, the red, red blood cells, like I, I learned last about 120 days, you know, and I think it's really cool that like, these are always, every time they do like a transfusion with this type of blood, you, you know, the person wouldn't, 
need new red blood cells for like 120 days because they'd be fresh. Yeah, it's. You know, I think that's really long cool lasting. Too. Like it's yeah. it's it's long lasting, unlike you know like a normal one where it's you kind of get a mix of young and old. It's got that new older. blood smell for. Yeah, little little pine tree. I feel I feel like I feel like this could bring about bring upon us, us a new era of blood boys for the for the oh my god i'm gonna be out of a fucking job yeah i didn't even you think could, about yeah, this well you yeah, could give a little done. and then it expands to like a couple pints or something yeah but you know i you know you know and they might for the, at the beginning they might still pay me the same but you know you know that they're, they're phasing out the blood boys oh uh, this is also this is another opportunity for the 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 new age the uh um the health and wellness nuts the uh the anti-vaxxers of the world to say that you know there, there's nanobots and blood transfusions and you know blah, yeah blah, blah. of course <laughs> did i tell you guys this also reminds me of uh like the lab-grown meat yeah uh which i which i also think is is, is pretty awesome and i i'm so sorry if i'm stealing this from somewhere this is an idea that i've been sitting on for several years so it could have been a situation where i heard somebody say it and then i just had it in my brain for so long and i eventually did that meme where it's like oh you made this i made this but here's my business idea if it's if it's not already somebody else's please send assist and desist uh to boss at we do crime.com uh if you if you would like episode 10 episode 10 subject line drew stole my shit the idea is this you've got your lab grown meat You've got meal delivery services such as HelloFresh, which you talked about at the beginning. You know companies like Ancestry, 23andMe? Mm-hmm. You send in your DNA and they send you back results. What if you had a company where you could send in a tissue sample and they would send you back a you steak? <laughs> I don't think it's good to eat <laughs> human meat. I... Well, but your own meat. Yeah, I don't think that's good I'm either. not saying, listen, I'm not saying it's healthy, but how many food startups in the last... 50 of course, years is have that been just healthy. overstated? Like, like you can't eat people. Is that just like something that I, I pretty, I yeah, don't the, think the, it's a thing. The I think fake news can. media is trying to get you yeah. to not taste the like succulent flesh of your fellow man. Aren't we ninety nine percent the same as pigs or something like that? You know, like they've been talking about bananas, like bananas, bananas they've been too. talking about use like eating eating our dead for like ever. Yeah, but think about I it. Think you have a subscription. I like it. Lab I'm, grown I want meat. to recenter this. A lot of the lab-grown meat would, is would actually from... Would it be called you steak or would it be called I steak? I have a lot of name ideas, and that's what I wanted to get to next. Lab-grown okay, meat is from a plant Number uh, one, protein. 23 in meat. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> 23. Number two, hel- hello flesh. <laughs> these, are, <laughs> these are good names. I like this. This is good. At least, a, at least a t-shirt for... This is, for me, maybe if it was just my meat, it would be Drew Apron. Mm-hmm. I like my meat. I like my meat. My meat's good. That's too sexually charged. Nope, it's perfect. Okay, and like it, well, the, the what's the the flagship? The first product is is Carl sausages. I mean, yeah, that's that's a given. But they they would actually be cocktail weenies. I have um I have more name ideas, and I'll just kind of I'll pepper them in throughout. Yeah, the show. just pepper them in. That's good. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's go to uh, uh, another. I think. <laughs> go ahead. Do you guys do you guys think that do you guys think that this blood thing was actually made by? human scientists or do you think it's really backed by like the vampire society it's definitely the vampires vampires are influential definitely they love england because it's all it's all always dreary the sun's not not out that often it's a perfect place to be this is actually a joint venture leak doc leak cork document showed uh between the vampires and the reptilians okay i think it's i think think it's 70 30 is the is the cap table do you think vampires would be like all right with that would it be like a what is that stevia or whatever, like the uh, NutraSweet? You know the the would it would just would it have like that weird chemically aftertaste, like a diet coke? No, I don't think vampires aspartame? are like that at all. Va- yeah, vampires aspartame. don't you know, partner all those, with people. All those fake sweeteners. There's no partnerships. Probably. Yeah, I think I don't think they like it. Well, no. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that. Um, 
I don't think that the vampires would drink diet just because they don't have to worry about blood sugar because they don't have any blood because they're vampires. They're dead. Do they not yeah. have any blood though? No. Does it depend on the, the lore? I mean, of course. You we, apron. We need to do a little bit more research on our vampire lore. Yeah, people. I mean, I've watched. Out. I've watched several vampires. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean, Buffy. Like they. They didn't. Well, there's Buffy. Buffy yeah. There's there's True Blood. There's um, the one with the sparkly vampires. I know this has been pointed out before, Twilight? but why do why do as soon as Twilight, vamp- Vampire Diaries and Buffy like as soon as a vampire you know is is born or created or whatever comes back from the dead. Why do they Empire Diaries know? Legacies. Why do they always know karate? You know, how, how do they always know, like, or, or a mix of martial arts? Like, how, how do they always kick That's the dark, that's part of the dark powers. <laughs> like, you could, you could be like a 14-year-old, like, video game kid, and, and all of a sudden you pop out and you're, like, fighting, like, Neo in the Matrix or something. Like, what is, what? Yeah, I, I've never seen, uh, I'm sure, I, I'm sure they're there. I don't really recall many vampires coming fresh out of the grave knowing. Oh, they did. Knowing Kung Fu. For sure. They, and no, but they just fight you. really good. She would, Buffy would yeah, hang out in the, in the, in uh, the, in the graveyard, you know, just waiting for new vampires to arise with their wooden stakes and just, and they'd come out like. Yeah, but. You know. Yeah, but have you seen Buffy's Fu? I mean, it's, it's not, none of them are really doing. I mean, they're doing some pretty sweet karate. moves though. I couldn't do that. I'd break like. A, yeah, you could. I'd probably. I don't know. I'd have to stretch first. Well, that's, that's sure. because that's because you're not you're not the Slayer, and you don't have the dark. Do you think she'd give me a chance you, to stress uh, to stretch before I came out or after I came out rather? Yeah, there was a couple times that she actually did that All right, for good. a few vampires. I mean, like, just give me a, give me a shot at this Slayer. Just give me a shot. Yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna lose, but just give me a shot. I mean, she's a 15 year old girl, man. Could I put a, Could I put on Eminem like? I'm spaghetti. Yeah. All right. Jeff Bezos is trying to give all away his uh, 124 billion dollars, and which is really nothing when you think about it. You'll notice I didn't add a link to this. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I did read a couple. Is he stories. actually trying to give it away? He's. I think he's trying to show off for the new girlfriend. Yeah, he's he's giving it all away to the Jeff Bezos Foundation for Bezos Money, mm-hmm. the Human Fund, Capital Incorporated, mm-hmm. 5014C. Or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck this. Yeah, how about you just fucking problem. pay your employees, you jackass? This is, oh my God, this is, I was literally reading a deadline article and that's exactly what was going through my head. It's like, you want to give it away, Jesus. you can instant, like, because they always worry about, I don't want to give it to the wrong people that use it for the wrong things. It's like, well, just give it to your employees. Like right now, just divide it evenly amongst yeah. you. The Red Cross is just going to use done. that to buy drugs. Like, <laughs> but You done. know why he doesn't give it to the employees though? Because if he did like divide $124 billion amongst all of his employees... They would all quit. Yeah, let me see. Um, how many how many Amazon employees? Well, that's actually a good point, Carl. How much like the suppression of wages is used? Yeah, to as make slave. sure that people remain I mean, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean it is. It's one hundred percent. Like that's why I still work. Yeah, with your you know? measly. <laughs> all right. So there's one point four million. For me, I, 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 I stake. I understand. Uh, Hamcestry.com. Hamcestry.com. <laughs> Hamcestry.com. You send them at me, Carl. Send them right back. That was good. That was a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I mean, all it would be is a eighty-four grand uh, an employee, approximately. Can you somewhere? imagine just? Can, but you can imagine just like. I don't think everybody's gonna every, quit over every, an eighty-four grand bonus. No, nobody would not. work at Amazon. They would probably go to school for no, a little this, bit. Eighty-four no, grand. No, everyone. No, I don't think that's true. Would be loyal to that company forever. You that's get true. an eighty-four. If yeah. I got an eighty-four thousand yeah, dollars bonus what? right now at PetSmart, I would be like. Okay, I'm sticking around for a while. Nobody, no, nobody would put up with pissing in water bottles on the Amazon okay, yeah, floor. I mean, you might lose if a they few gave people, them eighty four grand. Those people are if, still uh, there after they're pissing, that. though, in, in water jugs. 
Yeah, they're still Actually, there because a water they jug, have If you to, piss in have... it, it's just a piss jug at that point. Can't really call it a yeah, water jug. probably. Yeah. All right, so I don't know what he's planning on doing. It's not going to work. I guarantee, I can guarantee you, mark my words, check back and Jeff Bezos' fortune right now. It's estimated to be $124 billion. Check back in five years. I can guarantee you it's at least double that. Well, the, the charity thing is, is, yes, it's probably, it's partially to show off. It's obviously a big PR thing. Just as much, if not more important, it's a tax dodge. He's going to structure it in such a way that it's just, it's ultimately more money in his pocket. But he doesn't pay taxes anyway. Not much. You got me there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you tax dodge no taxes? I don't. We're going to be paying him. We already are mostly, but. Yeah, uh, we are. Yeah. I think 84 grand is a deal. Pay all your employees 84 grand. Done. Yeah. Pay them each a year salary. Do that. Yeah. All the money bros always complain. They're like, well, it's not actually liquid assets, so we can't just take it out in cash. Yeah, it's Amazon stock, so just give everybody Amazon stock worth 84 grand. Yeah, you can give the employees stock. That's a very normal thing to do. That would totally, that would invest everyone in the company for $84,000 worth of Amazon stock. I forget, I don't know how many stocks that would be. It's like, I think their stock is trading at like $124 a stock or whatever. That would be a fantastic boost in your retirement. The vast majority of those stocks would not be sold because everyone, I mean, other okay, to be fair, if they did that, the stock would probably collapse because Wall Street demands blood sacrifices yeah. uh, every three years. Well, that's I mean, that's the main reason these companies are laying people off. They actually really don't have to. It's just that their stocks are dropping. And the quickest way to bring those back up, because Wall Street is ran by uh, the crypt keeper, uh, you you have to just you got to cut weight. You got to you got to show that you're, you're no, tightening. the. I just read an article today that activist investor is demanding that Google cuts 10,000 of its staff. Yeah. Like just yeah, what, it, what is this activist investor basing this on? Like, is, is he looking at the books? Is he looking at their their uh, I don't know their performance? Like, what what why ten thousand? Like, what where is this even coming from? And it, I mean, maybe in comparison to like, oh well, the other companies are doing it. But I'm also just thinking like, if you're Google, I mean, if you're a large tech company, is there not a benefit in not doing cuts when everybody else is? Yeah, yeah, there's got to be. Actually, the best thing to do is hire. Because you can guarantee, I bet you the first 15% of people that left Twitter before the supposed firing, which there's a conspiracy around that, are probably really top-notch, high-quality people. Eat those guys up, man. Like, bring them in. (sighs) You want to talk about your subject, though? FTX, crypto bros. Speaking of uh, altruism, have you guys ever heard of effective altruism? Mm -mm. Have you heard this term? The idea behind effective altruism. I can kind of figure out what it would mean this that you're you're pitching this to me like you like like that tiktok that if i have i ever heard of the genius tag. i love it i love when what's up this. guys i love when he gets into drew host mode i know it's so great well now i'm self-conscious have you guys ever heard of effective altruism effective altruism <laughs> was a term that was come up with that was came fucking god damn it you're gonna love my nuts effective altruism <laughs> is the idea that you should, I mean, in at the, the, I can't fucking do this anymore. What the, 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 there's layers, okay? Me. Outside layer, publicly facing layer. You should be doing, premise one, you should be doing, if you're giving to charity, you should be giving your money to the places that do the most good with that money. Now, I know you've got questions. How do you determine that? Yeah, that's subjective. Also, that sounds like it's a cover for something else. Well, it's not so much a cover as it is a premise on which you need to build the next premise, which is that you need certain people that are really good with money to make that decision, which means that in order for us to do the most good under the effective altruism mindset, 
We need to use the people that are the best at money. And who's the best at money? The people that have the most of it. So the people that have the most of it should have that money because they're the only ones that know how to use that money and be altruistic with it effectively. Excellent. Are you sold? No, no. I, think, no I'm not I completely sold at all. Okay, interesting. Now, what, where did I lose you? Because I think it's awesome. I think it's an awesome philosophy. I think the people who uh, have the most the people, money. The people are best with the money. Yeah, no, absolutely not. They're the worst with the money. I don't know. How they, they get so much of it, Carl? I, I would say the people that are that have the most money are the best. How they get so much of it, Carl? What's that? Riddle me that. How they get so much of it, Carl? Exploitation. I, I was just about to. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I said they are the best at exploitation. They're the loosest in morals. Doesn't it also stand to reason then, if they're the no. best at doing exploitation, they're the, also the best at reversing it? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Consider I that. Think the best, Have you considered that? No. That's like saying if you're if you're the best serial killer, you're also the best uh, lifeguard. Have you yeah. not seen Chuck? <laughs> I don't know what Chuck no, is. No, I haven't seen Chuck. I don't know which one's Chuck. Who? It's no, not hold the one on. You're thinking of Dexter. 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 Dexter yeah, yeah. Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not really doctor. a lifesaver though. He's he's more of a just a man's a, man's just a murderer. Yeah, but he just kills the bad people. So, effective altruism is something that is practiced by one of the youngest billionaires ever in the world, the head of the uh, crypto exchange slash bank slash securities issuer FTX. You may know them from their Super Bowl ad with Larry David. Essentially, nope. I, I don't this know man, <laughs> the man who runs the company, very relatively young, I think he's just under 30. He may be 30 now. His name is Sam Bankman Fried. SBF 30. SBF. Which reads as Sam Bankman Fried. So he's a wonderful new character mm-hmm. to our slate because... He is a bank man who has been fried. Yep. I love I love the name, just like Bernie Madoff. Yep. He did FTX, which became quickly one of the largest crypto exchanges out there. And through a lot of bad shit, just kind of poorly running something like that, for example, leveraging yourself by going into debt and putting up your own token, your own coin, your own security as collateral, they were leveraged at least 100 to 1, like in terms of assets to, to debt that they had taken on. And most of that stuff was relatively under the radar, but another crypto exchange, Binance, kind of got wind of shit going on or they, they smelled blood in the water. And uh, so that what they did, this other crypto exchange, is they started kind of setting the seeds for a run on FTX accounts uh, because they were so over leveraged. So they couldn't really give people their money back fast enough, which would cause a collapse. So this is something that they kind of did more or less on purpose, allegedly, so that they could do a leveraged buyout of FTX. They did this and the plan got all the way up to the point where they were doing due diligence on their books and they realized there was it was so fucked up that they just there was no reason for them to buy FTX. And because of that, because they didn't get bailed out, the entire market kind of collapsed. So see, it's such a stable market can totally handle. Yeah, just like this is a this is two. This is a, a regular beginning of the month for the crypto markets. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this like Snapchat thing where somebody, and this was like a week before this happened. There was this person interviewing uh, Sam, SBF as he's known. He was like, so how did you get started? Like, where'd you get your, your the first money that you made? And the guy goes, oh, you know, I did this really cool thing where like very, very, inter- very, this, this crazy new idea where I noticed that the price of Bitcoin in the United States was different from the price of Bitcoin in Japan. What he's describing is uh, arbitrage, which is not new. It's been done in fiat markets and other asset markets for a very long time since they've existed and since you've been able to manipulate 
stuff like that. But crucially, he was like, yeah, so if you take a million dollars and you buy it at 90 over here and then you buy it at 80 over here, that's a that's a profit of uh, of one of one hundred thousand dollars. Just completely glazing over the fact that like, OK, where did you you had? Why did you have a million dollars? Yeah, because this is one of those things that it's kind of it's harder to do at like smaller scales and it's harder mm-hmm. to do now. Like this was back when it was more in its infancy, like this stuff trades much, much closer together. And it, it's hard to do without a large capital reserve because of platform costs and the money, the cost of actually transferring from one account to another. And so it really only works if you're at a, at a certain scale. But it's just awesome that like, that's probably like one of the most mundane trite trading strategies out there. So, but he was able to like accumulate this this money and then just kind of do the, go the normal route of borrowing from other places and like doing cool, interesting math with the, the money that people are lending you or people are giving you to trade with. Uh, he had a like a on again off again person that he was in a relationship with that ran a research firm that was a, a trading desk basically, and he would like under the table lend that company money that the people that had money in FTX were also. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna Kanye I'm gonna Kanye you for one second. Yeah. <laughs> why do we care? What are you talking? What do you mean? This why, is awesome. why do we care about any? Why of do this? we care about the Twitter shit? Because uh, that's funny. But the reason that it's that it's interesting is that it's it's further evidence. It rhymes very much with the Elon Musk shit because here's a person who everybody lauds as this genius star who deserves everything that he has and who himself deserves everything that he has. For him, it's effective altruism. And for Musk, it's a long termism, right? They have their different internal. I think it's useful to examine the internal justifications for these things that people have. This was something that hurt a lot of people. Uh, and will continue to hurt a lot of people. I mean, crypto in general is a, mostly a massive Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. And so this is just like one of the latest examples and one of the largest examples of people getting completely fucked over by these completely vapid, empty promises that are ran yeah. by people that are idiots. Yep. Yeah, that's the most depressing part about all of this is like we can laugh about like all the articles about SBF and his nerd culture kind of stuff like he's into LARPing and had 10 roommates and they were all in like polyamorous relationships and they partied in the Bahamas. Like League of Legends all day. Yeah, they're teetotalers and vegans and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, marginal kind of lifestyle that I've noticed, especially on the right wing media has like just latched onto and, and is just running with it as much as possible. But in the end, None of that matters. It's just another example of a bunch of MIT rich kids playing with other people's money. Some of them and, actually graduated from Stanford. So yeah, Stanford, Ivy League, Stanford, you know, rich kids that are playing with other people's money and crushing working class folks. And yeah, a lot of working class folks, most of working class folks are not invested in so, some sort of, you know, Bitcoin or any any of these Ponzi schemes or whatever. But no, but the shit rolls downhill. Yeah, it, it affects markets and 401ks all the way across the board. A lot of these layoffs, a lot of these tech layoffs and stuff, a lot of the interest rates adjustments and stuff, a lot of inflation, all that stuff is kind of, you know, the, this, this ecosystem of these markets that are affected by idiots like this that are just, you know, they're still rich. They're fine. SBF lost his fortune. He was like, I don't know, $13 billion, $16 billion, whatever. He, I think it was up at like 26 at some point, but he's still going to be a millionaire. He's still fine. Yeah. It's going to be all right. He's got two parents that are like professors or academia, you know, whatever. He's going to be fine. He's also got the only asset that actually really matters that everything else is derived from, which is attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually back to the Elon Musk point. I'm flipping through my newsfeed and uh, I think like nine out of 10 articles on that newsfeed were Elon Musk, given it's my own echo chamber that I'm kind of like feeding into that 
whole sure, we do thing. love and I'm reading we do, them. We do and, love to see it. And we talk we talk about him a lot and what have you, but it's just dominating every news source. I mean, everything from Yahoo to Verge to, to New York Times to The Post. I mean, everything. He's probably got at least three articles in every major news publication daily. You know, at well, least. that's all about to change because the king is back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll still, they'll still have right. room They're... for to talk about Musk. No, no, it is it is going to be straight on. The GOP civil war is going to be tw- live streamed. It just reminds me like the market downturn and stuff like that, which I know a lot of working class folks aren't even invested in the market. It's like not, but all these things are, you know. Yeah, but the market is why everyone lost their jobs and their houses in two. Yeah, they're intrinsically connected. And it's just, it's really depressing, especially when you, you take in considerations like, I mean, not to get too personal about it, but you know, my dad built headrests at Ford. Like he was a factory worker. He has no power or control in these situations. He's retired now, but I mean, it's like, it's just bullshit. And this 30-year-old kid with his 10 roommates in the Bahamas, it's just like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, different, what kind of life is this? Completely different different planets for... Yeah, for completely. And he, and he thinks he's like providing value. It's like my dad was providing value because he was putting food on the table for, you know, two kids. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, you... See, SBF, you probably are 80% responsible for at least a dozen suicides. So congratulations. That's the reality of the situation. This dog-eat-dog game that a lot of people, literally, that's what they consider it is a game. I mean, John Stewart made this point about, uh, you know, John Stewart's a freaking millionaire, so, you know, I'm not siding with him necessarily, but he made a really good point, which is, I think it was about, it might have been on that Crossfire show, that Tucker show. And oh, um, is this that classic one? Well, I mean, yeah, he pointed out like this isn't a fucking game. Yeah, we have a coworker at PetSmart right now who's excited about Trump running. And I'm not like celebrating Biden. I'm not celebrating Trump. I'm not celebrating any president like this affects. And I know the president doesn't have as much effect on my life personally than, say, the governor or even my local congressperson or even my city council or my school board, you know, if I have a kid in public schools. But it does affect it to, to a certain extent. My wife has student loans. That she's trying to get forgiven and was excited about it because it might might have happened. But now, you know, a Trump appointed judge is blocking that from going through. Actually, before that even happened, Biden changed the rules within a 24 hour period and screwed her over. It's like, fuck you. This isn't a game like we're trying to make ends meet. It's not like I'm living some lavish lifestyle or any of us are. 77 or 80 percent of people live paycheck to paycheck in this country. It's not a fucking game. And it's going to be getting worse because with the inflation and the higher costs of like just basic necessities like food and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like food has skyrocketed. So like those that were already living paycheck to paycheck are are getting much less with what they had before. And it's it's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It really irks me. And I try to like, you know, it's like the Chapo boys and everybody like laugh. And and it is it's 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 hilarious. And you, you do have to be kind of nihilistic about it and kind of throw your, you know, flipping about it, just throw your hands up and be like, whatever, it's just all a joke. But stuff like this just really irks me. And the funny thing about it is it kind of reminds me of a, so I was in, you know, punk bands and stuff and sleep on floors and tour around and these kids were acting like that, but we, these, uh, you know, SBF and his, and his, and his bros in the, the Bahamas and stuff, but we weren't hurting anyone. We were just playing punk houses in like Columbus and Toledo. Yeah, that's what you should do. That's like, what you, you don't have to attach you know, this living, fucking. Oh yeah, I saw the social network, so now I have to. I have eating to eating do tofu coke out and, of a dumpster, you know, made tofu stews out of a dumpster from some crunchy punk house and stuff like that. Like that was cool and fun. We weren't playing around with twenty six billion dollars, and I wouldn't have trusted us to play around with twenty six billion dollars. No, you have you have to be a complete narcissistic sociopath mm-hmm. to, to trust disgusting. yourself with that. Yeah, and they were kind of flipping about it too. Like some of them weren't even all that 
they didn't really even drink their own Kool-Aid that much. They were completely aware of the fact that they were in way over their heads. They didn't care. At a certain point, you were immune from consequences. Yeah, I'm not trying to blame the individuals. I'm not trying to blame SBF or his girlfriend or the, you know, the polyamorous uh, house that he lives in or whatever it is. Well, it's because they didn't, they, they weren't adherent to trad principles that they stumbled. Yeah, that, that's the bullshit thing that, that is frustrating me that, you know, they're focusing on his veganism or something like that had any effect over this decision. Like Bernie Madoff was or a to- vegan. Yeah. yeah. That was Fuck so you. weird. That was, like, it's a very weird thing to fucking focus on. You know damn well why they're doing it though, because, you know, they of paint course. them in a certain light, you know, like if, I don't know, if one of them were transgender or something, they would, fi- the, that would be like New the York main Post thing. Fixate on that would that, be the main thing. That would be thing. everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, ignoring the fact that every other Ponzi scheme known to man had, you know, a trad person in charge of it. But the point I'm making is I'm not blaming SBF or his girlfriend or anything like that. What I'm blaming is the system that allows this shit to happen. It's disgusting. Of course. Yeah. They should never have had access to that. Yeah. It's absurd. It's absurd that you are, you know, people, people are just more than willing. Bill Clinton is more than willing to sit on the goddamn stage in the Bahamas crypto whatever conference. Yeah. And Tony Blair and probably take a $120,000 payout for the, their appearance Easily. there to like sit next to some crypto bro it's talking about peddling. whatever. It's, well, it's, again, it's attention. It's the only thing that actually, that's the thing our economy is built on. Yeah, exactly. And the, the fact that our economy, the system itself, systemic problems need systemic solutions. And, and SBF is just, it's just another pawn. He's just another pawn within this, this, uh, this whole system. And it's just disgusting. Everyone should just be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> like. Definitely. Yeah. They won't be though. They won't they be. There's won't always, be, no. there's some other, I mean, that's there's some very, other reason. Uh, that's very wishful thinking on my behalf, but it's just disgusting. I hate it all. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's horrible. It really is. And uh, it's, it's, but to your point about like it not being a game or a joke, I do think, I don't know. I think look when we talk to the coworker, for example, that is totally no idea what he's talking about when it comes mm-hmm. to like actual political action or aims or or any of that. It is just, you know, politics is sport, essentially. I think we're all very much aware that there are consequences. But I think at the same time, we're aware that most of the problems transcend the party line. But you still have to be able to say, okay, what what are the actual, I do have this ability, I, like whether it's like voting or getting other people to vote or, or whatever. I do think that that stuff pales in comparison to uh, mass action, you know, through, mm-hmm. through organizing, even just with your your coworker, the people you work with at your job, I think voting pales in comparison to even that by a lot. But at the same time, it's a thing you can do. And there is usually a case to be made for why one thing will be less harmful to other people. And I know that a lot of people don't love the harm reduction argument, especially because sometimes maybe there's something that outweighs that. Like, for example, we're going to keep trending towards apocalypse if we continue to allow it to be a party based thing. And like where we allow the the DNC to blame the GOP for why we can't have nice things or, or any things. Who's responsible for the fact that there's a hundred new GoFundMe campaigns added every week for insulin? It's capital it's you know mm-hmm. it's capital funnel through uh, politics through through the government but if you're in a specific case especially with local elections um and even with the the national like with the presidency shit yeah i i would say it, it was definitely a net negative that trump won the the 20 the the 2016 election no doubt and so you know that was not ideal at all most of the bad shit that has happened would still be happening and so the main reason that i try to mitigate or I, I make light of the impact of these large national, largely, in my opinion, symbolic offices, even though that symbolism 
does still have value and does still have impacts, as we've seen. The actual policies, the actual function of the federal government and what it's doing in its relationship to capital, especially, and, and all that shit and what it's doing, like what it has to continue to do. For example, like there's a basically going to be a climate war coming and we're going to have just millions of people from other countries that is largely our fault or, or almost entirely our fault that their water is evaporating. It's too hot to live there anymore. And both parties, as currently constituted, would absolutely throw the walls up and start gunning people down if if it became an oh, yeah. actual problem. They'll brag about it, too. They'll run on it. Yeah, definitely. They'll run on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, xenophobia and, uh, is, it runs hot in, in either either branch. Not not just the party. I mean, the supporters of the party, the, the constituents themselves. You know. Countries in Europe that are closer to, to other nations that are like, whether it's through like, through like civil wars over there or climate issues. Italy, for example, just fucking drowns uh, migrants, you know, like just openly. It's only because of the fact that we are geographically further away from like the really hot spots that we have not seen the exact same things. And we've seen very similar things to that, just not as, yeah, we o- allowed 50 people to die. Uh, France has uh, horrible um, laws getting passed yeah. just to control their, their Muslim population. It's like... Insane. Yeah, it's disgusting. Germany, very Insane. very very closely behind with uh, some racist laws based on immigration. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. Xenophobia runs so thick. The Brexit, it was, it was all xenophobia. It's just... Yeah, the horse race shit and the MSNBC and the Twitter, Facebook, all of that stuff, these like national stuff the further zoomed out the shit is the less you should personally be concerned about it you should be focused much more on your local networks of people your local communities you're not going to have an impact on twitter you might have an impact at your workplace and i'm not i'm not dissing anybody for being on twitter obviously like i'm on there it's it's a fun time sometimes and there's stuff on there that's interesting i'm not saying that you can't care about the national stuff we talk about the national stuff all the time don't allow yourself to be consumed by that if you're going to be consumed by something, be consumed with your neighborhood. And that's my soapbox. There we go. Good job. What else we got? I mean, that was it. We covered the Elon stuff early. Yeah, we did. That's all that's on That's all that's all on the notes. You guys got anything on your minds? No. Um, by the dip, by the way, Bitcoin's really down right now. And it, now's a really good time to get in. It went uh, up 6% today. <laughs> well, never mind. You, you missed it. You guys think that Trump... Oh, wait. Will... Sorry. That was my stocks. It's it's up 0.73%. Trump will uh, uh, go for Kanye? Running mate? Running mate, maybe. I don't know. I was Carl Carl alluded to the Civil War, uh, just because I think yeah. Trump's been taking some shots at DeSantis because No, no, I if you check check the uh check the Slack, bro. Yeah, yeah, DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis has responded to Trump. Yeah, of oh, course. Oh shit. Did. did he announce too? They just he just took some shots. Yeah, they're taking shots at each other. I think it's just been assumed that DeSantis is going to run. Yeah, well, he's the only person that I, Trump actually, I think, sees as a threat. He just completed the election for his second term. He's probably got to take a couple months off before he announces, but yeah, he's going to announce. This might be an unpopular opinion. I think DeSantis would do more damage as, as president than Trump would do. God, yeah. I no, 100% that. agree. That's like, that's that's the same. It's the same thing with um, Pence. Yeah. Everyone was like, if Trump dies, Pence is Pence is actually competent. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't think Pence has as crazy of fascist. He's a, he's a nut. He's horrible. But I don't think he has as crazy of a fascist tendency as DeSantis does. Yeah, well, no. DeSantis would like actually start policies that are like directly targeted. He would probably start like trying to deport every immigrant that isn't here legally, quote unquote. He yeah. would try to deport all Democrats. And you know damn well he would be targeting like work visa folks um h1b h1b that they they lobby congress every year trying to increase the numbers he would probably go after them because he he hates the big tech companies yeah which would be another blow to the economy because tech drives the economy (laughs) and that's like yeah he wouldn't care it would be all bets are off florida is like run into the ground because of a 
some of his policies. They're like 47th in education. Ron DeSantis's first act as president would be to sign an executive order that bans furries. Yeah. Everyone would be like, or like 89% of the population would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then uh, 11% would be like, that's my president. And then the, the well, obviously the furries would be very upset. But the, but like all these like weird culture war bullshit, like the reason they lost the midterm is like those are his his number one goals. Yeah, Screaming that's, that's, that's to a, you about. That's actually a point I wanted to bring up. Trump is two out of three losses now. So like, really, you think you're going to do anything this round? He's two out of, what do you mean he's two out of three? Because this losses. midterm, I mean, that, that was put on him a lot. Most of his endorsed candidates didn't win. You know, obviously he lost, okay. you know, the 2020 election, the 2022 midterms he lost. By and large, you know, I, I think a couple of them squeaked through. But for the most part, it was a, you know, referendum on him as a leader. At least a lot of the Republicans are claiming that. So now what? Mm -hmm. It's three times? It's three strikes you're out kind of thing? Does he really think that he's got the votes? I think the larger point here, the thing that's more depressing to me than the actual people running is that both parties are willing to run historically unpopular candidates. Yeah. The big picture here is that, I mean, for one, like if you wanted evidence that it's not actually reflective of what people want, they're both around 30% approval. Neither of these people have even plurality support. Mm -hmm. And that's been true since 2016. I mean, they've been running like shit. Candidates. Sure. Yeah. 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 For, for president. We were locked in this recurring nightmare where it's like mm -hmm. the candidates can only get shittier and older. Yeah. And less and less popular. It's like, what are we doing? I might eat my words here, but I don't think he's going to get past the primary. You don't think so? No, I think it'll be DeSantis, which is terrifying, but yeah. I think it'll be DeSantis. I kind of agree. I don't, I, I, if, if that's interesting, actually, I don't think, I don't think, I think people are largely off put by DeSantis. I don't think DeSantis has the same charisma. Yeah, but I think like Joe Rogan is behind and like these people are just excited. Alex Jones, all the wackos. Is Alex Jones switched to DeSantis? He's firmly in support of DeSantis. He, he's had nothing but negative things to say about Trump since Trump has been uh, um, bullish on the, uh, on vaccines interesting there's too many like big names that are kind of turning on trump and you know primarily because he turned on all of them you know that's what i mean like so they can get a smarter like maga candidate that isn't going to call them all names and you know and all that De desantis has been consistent with like an anti-vax message which really resonates with this with this uh with yeah. this constituency he moved a bunch of Texas freaking immigrants to, you know, Martha's Vineyard. He has like an idea. He has an ideology that which Trump does not. He stopped the wokeism of Disney and all this other stuff. He effectively yeah. that means. has done way more to excite the base than Trump has for almost all of four years. But yeah. will the people will the people be okay? when they learn that he is in a business with Fauci. I don't know. Honestly, are we returning to normalcy? I don't know. No. Like to baseline. By, by that, I mean like, will the Fauci stuff matter as much? Like, like No, I, I don't think the Fauci stuff will matter as much, but the, the Republicans are not returning to normalcy. But it's whether the age, because people are aging out. The people who are voting for Republicans are just dying, whether they're dying of COVID or they're just dying of old age. The youth of America is definitely voting by and large, against Republicans. Oh, sorry, or they're dying from the vaccine, Randy. <laughs> yeah, or sorry. they're dying from the vaccine. Uh, yeah, no comment. But the people that are, uh, um, I'm part of the big pharma uh, uh, conspiracy. <laughs> um, when the social credit scores kick in, no. <laughs> so, but right. I think that Republicans are chasing something that is that is dying off. I don't know how much gerrymandering, which might actually be pronounced gerrymandering, because I guess that's the governor that it's named after. Is it was Gary. it's jellymandering. <laughs> So gerrymandering and, uh, you know, all the, all, the, all the voter suppression laws and what have you, even though the governors, the you know, Democratic governors just took the majority, you know, of the, uh, of the states. So a lot of those laws might actually be 
getting overturned or getting changed or what have you. DeSantis' strategy plays in Florida because that's where all the sickos live. But it's true. That's that's exactly. You can you can say a lot of crazy stuff in Florida and Texas and you know, right, a that's, lot of these. That, the, yeah. the, the base is is like concentrate like the, the highest concentration of the people that are receptive to this are in Florida. They tend to be a lot older and they have that kind of like they, they tend to be a little bit more affluent like those people there they have because also because they're older like those things tend to go hand in hand if they're retired like for retirees they move down there. So yeah they have like that kind of online brain and the you know built-in conservative shit that kind of couples together and, and makes this sort of brain that we're we're seeing. But I don't know how much play it gets. I mean, I think in the midterms we kind of saw cuz that was kind of similar stuff that they ran on, you know, they're like really pushing on like trans kids and back to your point. I mean, is the culture war going to continue winning Republicans in elections going forward? Not this I don't think this version of it. In 2020 and 2022 it did not work. Hands down. The culture war did not work. It was the economy, stupid, you know, all that, all the, all the fundamentals. I mean, they, it, yeah, of course, in, st- in certain states, it's going to work. Without the culture war, then um, Republicans have to double down on what? The economy, fiscal responsibility, conservatism, libertarianism, freedoms and stuff like that. Are they ready to do that? Do they have any candidates that are speaking that message? I, no. I don't think they're ready to recode their bigotry yet. Yeah, I don't see any like, you know, Ron Paul's out there. I mean, Ron Paul would be talking about dismantling Border Patrol. Is he still fucking alive? I think he is. But he would be talking about tearing down Homeland Security. It would be a, it's a waste of taxpayer funds, you know, that kind of thing. Like right. he, he was about tearing down these institutions more than building up more, you know, cultural war. That's, that's too close to like, even for them, that's too close to like substantive policy and like a vision for what the country should actually be. We can't have that anymore. It's because it's way, way easier for these people to focus on the shit that doesn't actually have an impact on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it does have an impact on the individual people that these policies target, but in t- anything in, that they care about in terms of the revolving door between them and capital and the wealth concentrations that they have and the, the status quo, essentially. And per usual, though, like the marginalized groups of people, that's just a football to toss back and forth between the to the parties there's no actual for, for democrats too and I, I do think that they tend to be on like if just extend the sports metaphor they do tend to be on the team that's kind of blocking for minorities more but there's it's still a game to them it's still mm-hmm. there's still those those groups of people for the dnc are still just pieces of political capital they're pieces to move around on the chessboard and they will if it is politically expedient to do so they will sacrifice their pawns and the democrats the most the most important thing to them is a wink and a nod to corporations without being overt about, you know, we got your back, guys. You guys are going to be all right. We're going to... It's a symbiotic relationship between between capital, the Democrats, and the Republicans. I really, truly believe that Democrats are probably behind the message of, like, diversity um, breeds more innovation, is stronger for, for America, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I care about your bottom line as, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, like, we're not going to be, like, hippies about it. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be real technocrats, you know. We got practical. Yeah, the tech, the technocracy bullshit, which is like yeah. honestly, it's cool that we get to choose our dystopia. You know, like at the box office, like what kind of do you want? Increasingly thinly veiled, open, like getting real, real close to. Let's just start killing people. On <laughs> on one hand. Or do you want BlackRock to be like taking your bus fare? Exactly. That's kind of the two the two choices that you you get to have. It's all trending in the same direction. It is. It is. We're over time. It's at episode ten. Watch this drive. I almost got the episode wrong. See, so correct me. That was well. That was a nice little bit on episode seven or eight or whatever. Whenever I did that. Back next week with more Elon Musk. Definitely. Oh 
<laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All, right. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Drive.